Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to episode 19 of the Yinzers Podcast. I'm Jordan DeFiggio here with my co-hosts Morgan Erso and Samantha James. Sam, welcome back. It is so good oh to God. have you again. Oh my gosh, oh my we gosh. miss you. I'm so excited to be back. It was weird to do an episode without you. Like That's the first time we've ever done an episode without all three of us. Yeah. I know. It did not feel right. I'll be honest. It did it really did. It felt weird. I had to listen to it afterwards because I was like, oh, it did so good. <laughs> it's good to have you back. And it's good to yeah. be covering a game. This is our first game that we're covering, too. And we won. And it's we a win. We beat the Bills. What the <laughs> hell? Like, dude. You guys. I, can't, I mean, I don't have words. Mm-mm. I have words. I have a lot of words. And you're all going to hear my words. But, like. <laughs> Let's take a second Crazy. because how many people, how many experts, and I I use that term very loosely at this point, wow. said the Bills were going to win. Bills by a billion, as Joey Molinaro yeah. says. Yep. <laughs> All of them. Bills by a billion. He was like, everyone told me it was going to be Bills by a billion. What happened? And what did happen, guys? Like, what was that? There, I mean, there were a lot of things. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, let's talk about it. Yeah. There were, there were definitely some <laughs> notable plays. Uh, the very first one being that, uh, my goodness, like 70 some yard return from Isaiah McKenzie on the very first play of, of the game. So that set the tone and it, it immediately put me on edge. Season's over. I was Season's having over. flashbacks to, the, the playoff game last year, uh-huh. I was like, are we really doing this from the jump again? Again, are we letting this happen? Right. Obviously not the same kind of ass backwards play, but like the yeah. same emotion is evoked from something like that. So like losing control of the game from the jump is what it felt yeah. like. We they Exactly. It, they just completely handed that over to, to the Bills. Or so it seemed because – the defense held them to three points down in the, mm-hmm. like they were, they were close. Like yeah. they, were, they were within 20 yards. They were uh-huh. inside in the red zone. Yeah. 20 yards in the red zone. And they went three and out. And you don't expect that from an offense that is as prolific as the bills offense, or at least mm-hmm. as they have been over the past season. Right. So we go right. into Buffalo, into enemy territory. We're in the red zone within the first 20 seconds of the game. 
And it's like, you're going to, this defense held them to three and out. Mm-hmm. That's, some, I was psyched from that point on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Cam defense Hayward, tone for sure. Cam Hayward in that first defensive showing, the first mm-hmm. time on their field, lights out per yeah. usual. Trey Norwood, can we talk about the rookie oh Trey gosh. Norwood? Not really only, good. like, I mean, the entire game he looked good, but in that mm-hmm. first series from Buffalo, he was always right near the ball. Like, mm-hmm. always. Well, the way it's impacted Minka, the way Minka oh played God. today because Trey, War- Trey Norwood's on the field, it's like, yeah. oh, my God, it's, it's night and day. And, like, Minka was already an incredible player, and now he's even better than he was. Yeah, because yeah, it, it freed him up to actually, mm-hmm. like, make plays instead of yeah. having to be everywhere at one time because yeah. he was the only guy – that was out there that could really hold his own. Yeah. And that's awesome to have. I mean, it really team. is like he's acting like the Ryan Clark to Troy Polamalu. Like mm-hmm. he really was freeing Minka up, like Jordan said, to just mm-hmm. kind of go all over and do whatever he, you know, Minka is our, is our Troy of this era. And I'm not naming mm-hmm. him Troy Polamalu, but like he's the closest thing we have to Troy right, right. now. And right. his vision for these plays it really just having Trey Norwood out there today really allowed Minka to just go after the things that he saw coming. He is, so that was the star that he is. That was uh, oh, talk about our, our MVP of the game. I think we all can agree that it was absolutely Cam Sutton. Cam Sutton. Oh my God. Absolutely. Like, played lights out. If you had any doubts about Cam Sutton, they should be gone. And if they're not proven wrong, yep. Don't at me. There was one play. That touchdown. Yeah. One play where I wish Sutton had done something that he didn't do. Every yeah. other time I watched Cam Sutton on that field, he was making a heads up, like big play, whether mm-hmm. it was in the slot or outside. And this is what we talked about preseason. He yeah. can play both. And we mm-hmm. were wondering with Pierre in there, what was necessarily going to happen, mm-hmm. where they were going to play Sutton. I mean, he effectively shut down Stefan Diggs today. Yeah. Which is crazy because people were like, that's who's going to be on Stefan Diggs. That's, mm-hmm. that's who's going to be covering him. And it's like, well, did anyone see Stefan Diggs on the field today being productive? Because I did not. He, he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't very productive. <laughs> Cole Beasley had a, a drop early on in the game. He, like, yeah. the, the Steelers' defense, and it was, it was across the board, too, because we saw – that very early, early on play where they they gave up a huge return on special teams, but then Miles Killebrew with that blocked punt, and then Dude. Ulysses Grant, <laughs> UG3. was the one who had played the heads up, had that heads Great. up play to scoop it and take it into the end zone, like all like firing on all cylinders on defense, which is mm-hmm. what I think in in the past you we've been it. missing because we've had to rely on guys like Ryan Shazier to carry the defense rely on guys like Minka and TJ to carry the defense in that, in that area of the field. But now we have guys like Cam Sutton and Trey Norwood, and then guys stepping up on special teams like Miles Killebrew and UG three. Like it was so encouraging to see guys across the spectrum of experience and Mm -hmm. level of ability really making plays like that. Oh my gosh. Dude, and, like, I will be the first to say I was very, 
I was less than enthusiastic about UG3 making this roster. Mm -hmm. And today Mm -hmm. he shut me up and I'm sure he shut a lot of people up because I saw all over the timeline. People were not happy about that, um, about him making the roster over like Roche. But, you know, today he justified that. Like that was phenomenal. I was so psyched, like jumped from a seated position onto my feet on my couch, like that I watched it with my nieces and nephew, which was really hard because I have to try really hard not to cuss during the game, which <laughs> is luck. a chore Lots on its hers. own. And so my nephew now calls everybody on the team Juju. Anytime a black someone in black and gold has the football, <laughs> it's Juju, Juju, Juju. He's the only player he knows. It's like the that cutest so cute. thing. But so stop. It's the cutest thing. And like, watch with my niece and nephew. I'm like, you guys are the next generation. You you have to get yeah. into this early. You Teach have to understand. <laughs> but, oh my gosh, so much fun. I, I mean, I, like, it was. it was a good game. Everything, like, I keep thinking about all these big plays, like mm-hmm. TJ forcing eight. that fumble yep. and Cam so picking, back. recovering. Like, come on. Yeah. We didn't pay TJ Watt enough. I'm going to yeah, say it did. now. You could, we you didn't pay that so man enough. Better. That was I mean, steal. he was fired up this entire game, yeah. and that's a guy who you look at and you're like, okay, we were giving you 80 million guaranteed, and like, hopefully that doesn't slow you down. And then you see him today, and you're like, all right, I'm not worried about you. Yeah. Not that I was ever worried about TJ, but like, he went out there and said, I got paid. So what? Like, I'm still gonna be me. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he wants was Super Bowl. effectively. He wants Super Bowl. Oh and he showed that yeah. today. Alex Highsmith today too. Like I saw him in one yeah. play where he was like in a chokehold around his neck. He broke out of it and still almost got the sack. And I was like, oh, oh my, my God. God, you would have killed that man. Had you not been in a chokehold? Like yeah. just everyone playing out of their minds today. It was, it was even like Mel- Melvin Ingram. Like, and yeah, can we, yeah. can we please yeah. talk about the amount of holding that the <gasps> Buffalo Bills offensive line was doing throughout? Yeah, was I bad. was shocked when they called that initial one on Melvin Ingram, mm-hmm. but then Lord. it was like the refs turned away and stopped paying attention to it after right. that. And it's like, what the? Well, what? let's talk about the fact that they did draw seven holding penalties today. Mm-hmm. The Bills def- or offense drew seven mm-hmm. holding penalties. Yeah, am I right about that? Is it seven? They had a lot. There, yeah, there. I didn't keep track, but it was it was quite a few, and that I'm wasn't pretty sure all of them. we we drew five, they drew seven, and that's my point, Jordan. They didn't even call half of them. I mean, mm-hmm. let's not gloss over the fact that once again the NFL officiating is allowing people to just free for all hold T.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. Let's. I Never. mean, we can ignore right. that for a second, but like the the chokehold on Cam Hayward, I was mm-hmm. like, who do you think you are? And they right. actually did call that. I was surprised by the amount of holding calls today. So yeah, I'm saying it was. wasn't even just like holding by the jersey. They were literal choke tackling. Two of the ground. Yeah, and it was like latent. The first quarter, especially first and second quarter, were probably the worst. Mm-hmm. But it it was hard to watch. about first and second quarter let's also talk about how horrific 
the offense looked in the first and second quarter. And then what the hell did Mike Tomlin do in that locker room? The adjustments that that mm -hmm. team made mm -hmm. coming out in the third quarter were phenomenal. Yep. I, I mean, I haven't seen them turn something around like that in a long time. And I had myself yeah. ask, I was asking myself in that first half, okay, is, are, is the defense really as good as they look or is Josh Allen doing us a ton of favors by overthrowing his receivers, yeah. Cole Beasley dropping stuff. Josh Allen was not on his game that first mm -hmm. half. Great. He wasn't. He came mm -hmm. out the second half and he looked great monumentally better than he looked the first half unfortunately for josh allen and the bills so did we yeah, so it's yeah. like everyone who says mike tomlin makes bad decisions bad calls can't make adjustments got shut up today period Steelers are and that's always what i was looking for yeah yep they always are we always start out slow we're yep. not i, I don't want to say we're not great at reading the other teams but we're always a second half team we always come out stronger on the second half so but that first half was definitely scary because i was like i don't know if they're going to make the necessary adjustments to yeah. take control of this game and they did and that was something they struggled with all year last mm -hmm. season was the ability to figure out what they needed to change and then actually changing it. And right. it just, it all came down to relying on Ben Roethlisberger to just go into the basically like field general mode and just call plays on the fly. And th they can't do that anymore. They, it did, it barely worked for them last year. So going into this game, I just kept feeling like if they, even if they lose, but they can make adjustments it at the half like I'll, I'll feel better about this team than i did the team right. last year and right. the fact that they did come out right. in the second half and they never ran away with the game but they took right. control of it and they right. they set the tone for the rest of of the third and the fourth quarters and it mm -hmm. was encouraging to see because this felt way better than any of the wins in the second half of last season because it always yeah. just felt like we got to the end of and the we chambers. got lucky thank god oh lord thank god we didn't lose that one um, right but this one felt like yeah we we deserved to win that game because we out we outplayed them we didn't we look did. fantastic yes. but we right. outplayed the buffalo bills in buffalo where even i was saying we're gonna we're gonna lose i like, saw right. steelers players or steelers players i saw steelers fans betting for the bills to win the game and i was like i mean the entire <laughs> like the oh. entire country agreed yeah. that the bills were most likely going to win that game mm -hmm. i will say like you guys know me i'm super positive i always think we have a shot even i last week with jordan was like yeah it's probably it's probably gonna be a loss we're probably <laughs> gonna take the l but it's okay it doesn't mean that the season's over you know I'm almost speechless and I'm never speechless. <laughs> like I always have something to say. It was just, there were some moments that I looked at my TV and questioned why I ever doubted this team. Mm -hmm. Like you, you looked at some of these, everyone says Ben can't throw deep. I saw Ben throw deep today. Everyone mm -hmm. says Ben won't throw over the middle. I saw Ben throw over the middle today. Everyone says we only play out the shotgun. I saw Ben under center today. So, mm -hmm. like, as frustrating as the offense was, especially in that first half, we can't say that the Matt Canada offense looks like the Randy Feitner offense. Great. 
although they were unproductive in the first half, we had negative seven yards in the second quarter. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. pathetic. Um, as unproductive as they were in the first half, the adjustment and the adaptation, I mean, we saw a reverse to Chase Claypool that went for 20-something yards. Mm-hmm. We saw incredible like creativity out of this offense. Yeah. Najee Harris finally ran for 18 in that third quarter. We, we saw big gains finally, big plays. Claypool drew PIs as he always does beautifully. There was one that should have been early on, should have been a PI to Claypool, Mm -hmm. that big uh, pass that Ben like lofted up. I was wondering why he lofted it like he did, like why it was Mm -hmm. so arched. Lots of airtime. When when you have a receiver like Claypool, like just throw it a little high. Like he's he's got the height on whoever was – I forget if White was on him or Poyer. I don't remember. But he pushed him down. Should have been a PI. Regardless, I'll get off my yeah, soapbox. Yeah, I don't. About that. I don't think Claypool's gonna get as many PIs as he should either during this season, just because of his size. Mm. Refs are. Can we also, for a second, just take a, take some time and talk about his sass, Claypool? Like the unsportsman, like the unsportsman, like <laughs> conduct. I was, I was like, like, he got a punch thrown at him, and he got the yeah, fuck? That's exactly. Not him. What? That, I don't no. know. He was pulling him off the pile, and then the guy turned around and hit him in the face mask, and somehow yes. the ref, right in the middle of all of that, decided that it was Chase's fault. And yeah. I was like, okay, at least Chase. Throw, at least call it on both of them. Like, at, right. at that rate, if you're really going to be that nitpicky, then right. give, give an unsportsmanlike conduct to both of the guys. But it wasn't Chase – I, I asked he's just got such creating yeah. <laughs> he honestly plays with fire that i want all mm-hmm. of our players but mink yeah. shows it too mink has it too you see the same energy in both of them that's probably why they got into it at practice um but it's like the officiating did that all day today like you saw it mm-hmm. with the, that chief's coach and ronnie harrison yeah. in the chief's browns game like yeah the Chiefs got penalized for Ronnie Harrison pushing a Chiefs coach. The coach mm-hmm. pushed him too. So whatever. are we surprised but that that's happening with the Browns? We're not surprised. It's NFL officiating. Yeah, it just bad call after bad call. Juju today. I want to talk about Juju. The, his yes. ability to make plays downfield and help other players just extend those plays. Yep. He does not mm-hmm. get enough credit. People do not give Juju enough credit no. for that. No, like, because no. they want to see him as a pure receiver. And what the thing is, is on that 18-yard gain that I mentioned with Najee, the mm-hmm. only reason he got that yardage is because Juju threw a block that extended right. that play yeah. 10 additional yards. So what are we talking about here? Like it's so frustrating. I saw someone today saying, oh, he's dancing on the field. I'm like, first of all, he's not dancing on the field. Second of all, he's extending plays. I don't know what game you're watching. Please go. <laughs> Drives me nuts. I'm like, he also comes up so clutch, like fights for those extra yards. He, he, he never so gives up at contact. Like yeah. he's always going after contact, and that's something that a lot of receivers in the game this, these days like they don't care to don't, do. He's yeah. just so physical mm-hmm. and reliable. And uh, we saw him a few make a few big plays on the outside today, not just in the slot. So like. Yeah. 
he's getting that versatility in his game as well that we know he asked for. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another thing Matt Canada is adding to this offense. Slowly but surely. I mean, it is a little bit of an adjustment period. We saw the struggles early on in the game today. Yeah, we have a lot of new yeah. moving pieces and mm-hmm. a lot of rookies mm-hmm. that are actually starting out this year. And so I'm, I don't know what everyone else's expectations were as far as like fan wise, but I'm like, I was really impressed today. We did adjust the way that more than I actually thought we would. Totally. Yeah, and, there, and it was the Bills. Yeah. Right. And that's what you have to keep in mind is like, there were issues. Guys were struggling. Like I felt like Najee never really clicked. And unfortunately mm-hmm. my complaint was kind of like, we, we saw him struggle. We saw the offensive line struggling in that first half. But it felt like once Najee kind of started to get his legs under him, they stopped calling run plays altogether. And right. it, it was like, yes, you, you kind of have to give him an opportunity to fail and try again. Like he's, he's young and he needs to figure some stuff out. But I think that the more snaps and the more reps he gets – he will become more comfortable. And I can't imagine what it would be like to go into Buffalo for your first game as a rookie. With first round Like, can we use Derek Watt in combination right. with Najee? Would be because nice. right. we're paying him but, enough. What? And the <laughs> like, O-line is not giving him any – they're not doing no, him any favors. No. The O-line so, is questionable. And still. then when we did stop running as much – we mm-hmm. finally decide to call a run play on second and long. And it's like, why? Yeah. Why, why are you doing it? Like, yeah. it's frustrating. And it was very reminiscent. And at that point, I'm pretty sure I checked the timeline and everyone was like, here we go again. Like, more yeah. of the same. Um, but, you know, the one thing that I will say about Najee is something that Mike Tomlin said a few weeks ago, like, he will never make the same mistake twice. Yeah. So, I mean, you saw him on that check down from Ben where he didn't get his head around in time, totally missed the pass, and Ben was visibly frustrated with him. Mm-hmm. Went straight up to him and was sternly speaking to him. And you just know that Najee's not going to make that same mistake again. Yeah, Tomlin right. said it. You could see it on his face. And then he came up big in the second half to make up for mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, like you said – the one play where he really did break loose for significant yardage, it was all a result of Juju's blocking, not the offensive yes. line. So right, we yeah. we definitely still have some issues there. Chooks, uh, that was tough to watch. Uh, that was that was, was tough to watch. Yeah, not great. The whole offense, no. the, the whole line was struggling with pass right. blocking. To be completely yeah. honest, they were not giving Ben any time to work with. Which and, I- and it, it, that's so reminiscent of last season. Mm-hmm. He cannot be just throwing the ball to the first receiver he sees. That's how yeah. we make interceptions, how we make mistakes. Right. It, it, he has no time again. Right. I did <sighs> notice Ben holding onto the ball longer when he was able to and not mm-hmm. just, you know, living in his fears and going for the first receiver he looked at because he did do even last year when he did have a little more time, he was still getting the ball out so quickly. He was holding on to it a few times today. And can we talk about that run? Like yes. uh yeah, what was that, Ben? I was like, I was like who are yeah. you? Made did, my heart flutter. You, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I know. Take me back like, to stop running, stop running, stop running, because you're freaking me out. <laughs> Yeah, that too. I know. And then he got up and he was like, 
kind of hobbling. I was like, God, please, no. Please don't be hurt, Ben. He got hit on one play and he fell on his right elbow. And I swear to God, my heart fell out of my butt. Like Mm -hmm. I could not breathe for a good five seconds before I saw him like shake it off and he was fine. at all costs mm-hmm. all costs we need him we're we're royally effed without him yeah i can't watch mason for another season i'm sorry nope <laughs> oh god but we don't have to worry about that because ben's okay um, yes yeah there i mean there were there were some pressure points there a little bit in mm-hmm. throughout the game but I feel like as long as those things are being exposed earlier on in the season, it gives them more time to Mm -hmm. adapt and adjust and acknowledge them for what they are and work them out. But overall, I feel like it was the the positives far outweighed the negatives. Even just looking at like Pat Fryermuth's first catch, Chris Boswell, the boss is automatic. Oh, beautiful, beautiful and so clutch. And let's talk about the fact that it was so windy in Buffalo today. It was so windy. It would have been very easy for him to go wide right. That's where the wind was blowing. Boz, I swear to God, I I could not be happier. Trey Essex said it earlier today. could not be happier that the Steelers were able to overlook Boswell's 2018 season where he had a bit of the yips because, like, we are so lucky to have him. Mm -hmm. He's so good. I mean, he's automatic. It's yeah. he does not miss. I mean, in the rare case that he does, like it's not in situations where it's like win or lose. So I'm Great. just like so pumped to see him this year. Presley Harvin, that's another leg I'm really proud of today. He did a great job in his first mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Oh, love uh, I mean, I mean, the rookies never thought I'd get so every... excited about a punter. Oh my god, I know. There were bright spots in every aspect of this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were there were dark spots too. Um, like, let's not pretend yeah. that it was all mm-hmm. rainbows and butterflies. Um, obviously, we've talked about the O line being less than ideal. Yeah. So, TJ getting held on every play, less yeah. than ideal. <laughs> but I mean, that's something that he plays through anyway. We're used to it. That's yeah. par for the course at this he point. He finds a way around it. You He's know, Ben it was now. not perfectly accurate especially on those short yardage passes um Najee again like we talked about missed some stuff chooks we talked about that um and just the slow start in general Mm -hmm. wasn't great it wasn't great I it like I can be dramatic regardless but whenever I'm phoning in the season after the first play of the game (laughs) I'm like okay god almighty how many how many years in a row are we going to do this like Right. Get, get it together. But yeah, overall, tons of good stuff from this game. And I think that they have a lot that they can carry with them going into next week for the home opener against the Raiders, who are not a great team. Um, so I think that I think this is probably the ideal situation for them coming home, playing for yes. a packed stadium. Oh, my God, it's going to be incredible. So what? 
what are we looking for in this game against Las Vegas on Sunday? I'm really hoping to see Cam Sutton really prove that this week was not a fluke and mm. that this is who he is. I mean, we saw that beautiful read on that flea flicker to Diggs today. Yeah. That was just chef's kiss. Yeah. Phenomenal. I could not be more proud of the way he just absolutely decimated everyone he covered today. Yeah. Again, with the exception of that one touchdown, he was just lights out. Um, I really, really want to see him do the same thing at home in mm. Pittsburgh next week. Yeah. Sam, what about you? I think for me, um, not that I think it was a fluke, but again, Trey Norwood just opening up Minka Fitzpatrick. Like, yeah. they just yes. working, you know, opposite of each other and just shutting it down. Dude, especially yeah. because, like, I think it was last week, Jordan and I were going on and on about how questionable we were. We felt – about the secondary and how we yeah. needed the front seven to really come up big and pray to God they signed TJ because we didn't know what the secondary was going to look like. And today they looked phenomenal. I mean, all of them. I mean, we lost Bud Dupree. We lost Mike Hilton. Those were big pieces. And Steven it's Nelson. weird because Steven mm -hmm. Nelson, I feel like we were still kind of pretty optimistic even given that, but we, we haven't seen these pieces all work together. So seeing it today, we were like, wow, like they were much better than I thought they were yeah. going to be, especially right. working together. And as the season goes on, it should just click more and more and more and you guys mm -hmm. are going to be even better. And so I really want to see that repeated next week. Yeah. I personally really want to see a solid outing from Najee because mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. that Matt Canada's offense is going to be most impactful and effective when we have our run game established like yeah. all of those jet sweeps and motions are you know great mm -hmm. but they're a little bit uh kitschy if you don't actually have the run game to back it up and people right. know that it's just there for show so i right. think that like we i really want i and i know the offensive line kind of is what it is especially with zach banner out and uh, if they're all it's like fresh faces all mm -hmm. all up and down the line so I'm not I'm not hoping for like a 100 plus yard game from Najee, but I mm -hmm. at least see him have a couple plays where he looks confident, he looks calm and in control of what's going on and it just kind of establish the run game early on so that it can kind of open up the rest of the field for for more creativity. And right. I think that we're going to get that from Matt Canada because that's just his gift. Like he's really good at that and we we need to make sure that we're just we're giving him everything that we have to work with so that he can just make magic happen. I, agree. I totally agree. I think that if we can get a very two-dimensional offense going, that means getting mm -hmm. Najee going. That yeah. means getting the offensive line gelling at least marginally, at least marginally. Right. Like I saw some glimmers today. I saw yeah. Trey Turner absolutely pancake a dude. Top and was like that was awesome. Like yeah. I want to see more of that. Apparently, yeah. allegedly, according to our defense, they're playing with like fire and they're, they're angry and they're looking yeah. to go kill somebody. Like that's I don't want to see you kill somebody, but I want to see you try to kill somebody. Like, let's let's go. It's time. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, yeah, they've been the they've been at the bottom of the dog pile of the league for 
a very long time, this offensive no, line, um, at least what feels like a long time, but they, I think that they're all really pissed off and they're yeah. tired and they're so, of being the, they're so disrespected. The mm -hmm. Like tomorrow, I guarantee you on good morning football, it's going to be some blah, 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 blah. Oh, well, it's not going to happen again this week. The Steelers got lucky and it's going to, it's going to, you, you know, know it it's gonna, Mickey, some Mickey mouse game against exactly. because Josh Allen made a few bad passes early on. They're mm -hmm. going to say it's it was a be. fluke game. Yep. yep. The Bills and lost the game. We didn't win it. That's exactly. right. going to be the angle. And I definitely so like, I'm not going to front. I 100% was asking myself the same thing. Yeah. Is the, are we just, does our defense only look good because Josh Allen doesn't look great? But then yeah. second half started, Josh Allen's running for first downs. We're barely getting to him. That, Barely missed tackle from Minka in the third quarter. Just mm -hmm. tugged at my heartstrings a little bit. There were moments where I thought the Bills, okay, this is where they take off with it. Like this is where they yeah. run with it. They're finally, we finally saw consistency from them at the end of the second quarter. And they were relatively consistent for the rest of the game. Mm -hmm. um, but that's, that's why today was so beautiful because we mm -hmm. did see them become – the Bills that we know them to be, with the exception of Stephon Diggs, because again, Cam Sutton just absolutely shut him down today. Right. Um, we saw them, we saw Josh Allen be mobile. We saw him make big plays, big passes. We saw him use that arm, and we still won. We, we still yeah. shut them down. Like Juju taking or falling on that onside kick at the end was just beautiful. Poetic. Yeah. It was mm -hmm. poetic. It really was. Yeah. And was not so to harp happy. on it too too much more, but you do you always have to ask the, the counterpoint to the question, do this do the Steelers look good or does Josh Allen just look bad? Right. Why why does he look bad? Is it because he's having an off game or is it because our defense is in his head putting pressure mm -hmm. on him, causing him to have an off game? Like he's way too good of a quarterback to just be like putzing around out there right. not knowing what's going on, not being able to scramble it. Like I think the defense shut him down in the first half and, and made it so that he was just not, he, he didn't really know what to do because the defense was yes. all over the place. And then mm -hmm. he finally made, he made adjustments too going into the second half, but the defense, adapted with him and made sure that he never got to a point where he was so locked in that he was going off like he normally does. Right. And we saw him like in a collapsed pocket so many times today. That pressure that we were putting on him, that TJ, Melvin mm -hmm. Ingram, like can we yeah. talk about how huge that signing was? Oh, my gosh. For cheap. Dirt Not cheap. And not just a depth piece. Like, mm -hmm. that can be rotational. Him, yeah. Highsmith, TJ, yeah. rotate them so they don't get gassed. Right. Yeah. Like, or hurt, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you it, kidding me? And this is all done without Stefan to it. Are you kidding yeah. me? I know. I thought about that after the game, and I was like, oh, my gosh. This is crazy. I, Sam, mm -hmm. I didn't even realize he was – like, I knew mm -hmm. it because I knew that he wasn't right. playing. But, like, I didn't even realize his absence – Right, Until I thought still, about it after the game because they were so dominant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
It's incredible. It was, it was, I mean, it was something else. Yeah. Yeah. Another Thank thing you. I want to discuss, because I don't want us to forget this. When Mike Tomlin decided to kick the field goal on fourth and goal at the mm. at the two. Mm-hmm. What do y'all what do y'all think about that? I wanted him to go for it. I did too, but in the end I was glad that I yeah, I was glad that they went for the field goal um after the fact. I feel like in that instance you have to take the points. Yeah. yeah. Your offense has been completely stagnant. Right. You have not been able in conversion situations to get the first down. Mm-hmm. You haven't been able to rely on your offensive line. You haven't been able to rely on your running back. You know you're not going to quarterback draw Ben. Yeah. That's not – we don't do that anymore. So I think in that instance you have to take the points. Mm-hmm. If Mike if Tomlin had gone for it and failed – what would Steelers fans be saying right now? They'd be calling for his like head and his job. They were calling for his head regardless. And that's what makes it so hard. Steelers Twitter is so – Right. It's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. It really was one of those, those scenarios. For me, I just was like I wanted him to go for it to show that he had faith in his offense to make that, you know, mm. two yards fourth and two like just go for it so by him that to me was like oh I don't have faith in my offense which why would you up until that point we hadn't done anything but again I didn't want him living in his fears again like we were doing last season so I was like but you know what it worked out so I'm not the coach it was very reminiscent of that Browns game yeah right like and and we'll never never forget that um but I just thought he I thought that was the right call yeah. And I definitely got into arguments on Twitter about that because people yeah. vehemently disagreed with that. Yeah. Oh, they but were, if they he had failed, like, they would have disagreed with it then. So it's yeah. like. Yeah. And it's it still felt different than the punting instead of going for it in the Browns game because that was giving up nothing for nothing. Right. You were, right. you were right. basically saying like, yeah, we're not going to we're not going to score any points here. So might as well not try to get the first down. But this was like, all right, this it's felt more strategic, more game plan-y. Right. Unlike the Bills, who went for it twice on fourth down. Right. What, like, that made no sense to me. I, and I, it just felt so arrogant. I was so pissed I know. off when they did that. Like, are you kidding? You're going to go for it on fourth and long when you're up? Yeah. Right. Anyway, but, yeah, I think. It paid off for them. It, it totally it, paid off. Totally. Right? And they have Joe Hayden to thank for that. Yep. Because that huge yeah, stop, mm-hmm. that huge <gasps> stop huge. in the fourth quarter. I'm sorry. Extend Joe Hayden. I'm going to say mm-hmm. it. I know it's the first game of the year. Extend so Joe Hayden. How many good plays this game? Like, uh, I just can't. Like, it makes yeah. my heart so happy. Like, I know. I could cry I'm thinking about all of them. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. I know. We're gonna we're gonna be there next weekend. Yes, we are. We're gonna be there for the home opener. We're doing the tailgate with Steeler Gang, the terrible tailgate at eight AM. Oh my gosh. We're gonna have gear guys. on site, guys. Yeah, gear wag. Yeah. Love it. Y'all have to come hang out with us. We are so mm-hmm. excited to be hosting this tailgate. Um, like Sam and Jordan said, we're gonna have Yinzer's gear there. If you wanna rock a bucket hat, we've got those. Oh, in yes. spades for you. 
So um, please come kick it with us. We're so mm -hmm. pumped for this game. We're so excited to see some of you guys. Um, and we would love to meet y'all. Um, yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Please. Yeah. Please come have a beer with us. Come mm -hmm. kick it with us. Um, and let's beat the Raiders. We're going to beat the Raiders. Oh, my God. We're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, yep. <laughs> Lombardi incoming. I can feel it. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be fun, though. Seriously, if you're going to be at the game, make sure you come say hi. Uh, even if you're not going to the game, come to the tailgate anyway. Um, come hang out. It's going to be food, beer. Yeah, we'll be there. It's it's going to be awesome. I, I think we're all really, really pumped to be back together in person again and watch the Steelers this time. That's going to be great. Absolutely. And, and you know what? Next week, my player of the game, I'm calling it right now, it's going to be Deontay. This is going right. to be Deontay's season because, listen – he was out there and early on gave us the biggest scare ever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was well, terrifying. Holding his knee. I'm like, could you, could, can we not do this right now? Yeah. Please. Abort, holding abort. his knee. Yeah, exactly. He's out for a couple plays. James Washington comes in. He's, you know, Jay Wash. That's why you don't trade him. Um, yeah. Made a huge play. Um, Deontay comes back in and then shows you guys – what all the work he put in in the offseason with an incredible grab in the end zone. Beautiful. Toe oh tapping awareness. touchdown. Oh. I mean, this kid, you put him in a little bit of space. Like, you saw those moves, right? You yeah. guys watched him yeah. just create yards where there were not yards to be created. Yeah, yeah he's, he's ready to go off. He is, he is ready. He is locked and loaded. I'm so – it's his season. I'm telling you. Next week, Deontay. Deontay season. I hope okay. so. Take that to the bank. Pick him up in fantasy if he's not – if he's available. I think everybody's probably picked him up. And I told not everybody, you. but every, he's gone in every league is what I mean. Right. I made Jared draft him, and he was like, you better be right about this. This I'm taking him in the fourth round. You better be right this day. He's like, thank you. Fourth round. So That's much. a steal. Jeez. Right. I agree. This is what I'm saying. People sleep on Deontay because he had a few drops last year. Yeah, he's he's gonna pick it up. It's yeah, it's gonna be good. I'm not he's worried. Solid. He's solid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my oh my gosh. It's gonna be good. Well, let's wrap this thing up. It's been real as always. Thank you to Steeler Nation for joining us. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Yinzers and on Instagram at Yinzers Official. And don't forget to subscribe so we can kick it with you every single week. We'll see you next Tuesday for another episode of Yinzers. <laughs>